Say it with a smile on your face. This is God's word. Not Pastor Evans' word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. Because it's always a lamp unto our feet. It's always a light unto our path. And so as we hear the word today, I thank you for light being shined in our pathways so that we will know exactly what to do, where to go, and where to be. As I step back, I thank you for the Spirit of God stepping up so that everything that is said and done would not only bring you glory, but Father, it will produce life and understanding in the lives of your people. So I thank you in advance for your word producing signs, miracles, and wonders in our lives. And we believe that and we receive that. And if you're in agreement with that, say amen. 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 And amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Today I want to share a message that I believe will benefit every believer. It's just like a candy that we had or I had growing up called now or laters. Now, we pronounced it now laters. So this message is one of those now or later messages. If you don't need this message now, it will definitely benefit you later. So if you're taking notes, my message title is Working in Your Favor. Working in Your Favor. I believe the average believer can forgive other people. But a lot of times we have difficulty forgiving ourselves. Even if people who did something wrong against us, if they came and asked us to forgive them, the average believer can typically do that. But when we make mistakes, especially if it's a big mistake, we tend to not be able to shake that mistake and move on with our lives. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now, I'm only telling you the story that I'm going to tell you today. And it is personal because I know it's going to bless you. So I'm not telling you this story to brag. And I'm not giving you details about this story just for me to look like the boss. I'm only telling you this story because I know that it will bless you. See, as a pastor, I believe that being transparent helps people to spiritually grow and to encourage them. And so even though being transparent can be a good thing, I run the risk of being misunderstood or in some cases being persecuted. But look at your neighbor and say, he's got thick skin. Just just tell him. Now, as many of you know, We're currently doing a construction project on our first church facility. And every week, I would go by that project, you know, three or four times just to check on things. 
And this particular day, I drove by and decided that I was going to stop, go in, talk to our project manager. I wasn't going to stay long and then jump back in the car and take off. Well, this particular day, uh, I got out of my car and I left the car running with my keys in it. Now, at the time, I was driving a Bentley Flying Spur. Say Bentley Flying Spur. And, and the thing about that car is that you could leave the car running, lock the car with the key, put the key in your pocket, and walk away, and the car would stay running, and it was locked. And if somebody did try to get in it, first of all, they wouldn't be able to, and if they did, they couldn't go far without the key. Amen. So uh, this time, I was in a hurry, so I jumped out of the car, I left it running, I left the keys in it, I ran inside the construction trailer, talked to Reginald, we couldn't have talked no more than, I don't know, seven or eight minutes, and uh, as he walked me out of the trailer, he looked and says, Pastor, where's your car? I said, well, it was over there. I said, well, either it has rolled in that ditch or somebody done took my car. So we go over there and there's a ditch where the car was parked. I looked over into the ditch and and I didn't see the car. I said, well, somebody done stole my car. Now I have a question for you that I want everybody to answer. Whose fault was it that my car got stolen? Whose? It was my fault that my car got stolen. I can't blame it on the devil. Come on, we try to do that. Devil, you a lie. Well, no, you the one that lied. Okay, let's get that straight. I couldn't blame it on the devil. I couldn't even blame it on the thief. Because I was the the one who kept the car running with the keys in it. And I discovered something that day that most believers, I don't believe, understand. So this morning, we really have one text that I want us to turn to. Go to Romans chapter 8, look in verse uh, 26. Romans 8, 26. This is going to be my focus verse this morning. They're going to put it up on the screen. And I want to read it because the lesson or what I discovered that day is what I want to share with you. In verse 26, which is where we're going to start to read, it says, Likewise, the Spirit, He also helps our infirmities. That word infirmities mean weaknesses. For we know not what we should pray for as we should, but the Spirit. Everybody say the Spirit. The Spirit itself, He makes intercession for us. He prays for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27. And He that searches the hearts... He knows what's in the mind of the Spirit because He, the Spirit, makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. How many saints we have in here? Let me see your hand. Amen. Well, what are the rest of y'all? Y'all ain'ts? How many saints we have in here? Let me see your hand. Okay, that's better. That's better. Verse 28 says, And we know that how many things? All things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, what I love about that is that it didn't say that all things work together for good only for those who are perfect. Only for those who never make mistakes. 
Only for those who always obey God 100% in their lives. That's not what it says. It says all things work together for good. Watch this. To those who what? Love God. How many love God in here? Let me see your hand. And then he says all things will work together for good. So here's what I discovered that day. I discovered that God will work all things together for your good even if it's your fault. Look at your neighbor and say, he'll work things together for good, even if it's your fault. Now, notice in verse 28, he says that we know that all, how many know that all leaves out nothing? So I knew at that point, all included my car. But even if you didn't understand that, notice what he goes on to say, that all things say things. Things. The word things includes anything that's a thing. How many know a car is a thing? How many know a house is a thing? How many know a job is a thing? How many know a marriage is a thing? He says all things will work together for good. When you look up that word work together, it means to cooperate. And the word for good means to benefit. So God is going to work all things or cause all things to cooperate together Watch this, for your benefit. You see, believe it or not, God gave me that car. And until you learn how to give, you really haven't experienced the level of blessings God wants you to walk in. And see, God gave me that, that, that car, believe it or not. Proverbs 10.22, you can write it down. It says, the blessings of the Lord, it makes you rich and add no sorrow. Another version says, when the Lord blesses you with riches, you have nothing to regret. In other words, watch this. God's blessings never make you have buyer's remorse. And I had a Bentley Flying Spur. It was white. And I had it on my vision board. And I was going to bring my vision board this morning, but I forgot it. It was on my vision board for years. I had forgotten about it. And so uh, I learned that faith comes by hearing. Vision comes by seeing and faith is released by the words of our mouth. And so what I had done, you know, in the process, because, see, uh, I wanted a flying spur. It, I just couldn't get it at the time. And so it was fine. So what I did, I don't know, years ago, I, I signed up for this website that will send me Bentley flying spurs that came on the market. They would send them to my email. And so I would look at them because I got to get a vision. Without a vision, you perish. So I had to keep the vision. This is write the vision and make it plain. So he who run with it or read it can run. Well, I just needed to keep it before me. So those every time they would send me an email, I would look at it. I never saw one that I liked because, you know, I wanted one that was white because, you know, white is God's color. I don't know if you knew that. I'm just kidding. White is not God's color, but but white is my color. So I, I didn't see a white when I wanted a certain color seats and all that. But 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 I, I was still looking. Amen. And see, you know, even though I wasn't ready to buy it, just because you're not ready to buy it don't mean you don't have to try it. He said, well, Pastor, I, I can't afford a car right now. But can you afford a test drive? I just talked to a member of our church and they were believing for a third car. They put it in their confession. They started confessing every day about this car. And, and, and their job opened up a, a, a special where they would 
allow you to lease cars, you know, at a crazy price. Our members got this new 2017 car. Their company gave them $180 to drive the car. And they drove, listen, it was for 27 months and they drove the car for free. Yes, I did say free. No, I take that back. They got paid $180 to drive a 2017 for 27 months for free. Amen. And so, you know, uh, one day I'm just in my house minding my own business. This is why it's good to stay in fellowship with God. I don't just pray one time a day. I'm praying without ceasing. So I'm just in my house and I could take you to the spot I was standing in. And this intrusive thought comes to me. Eben, I can show you how to get that bended flying spur you want and not change your budget. I said, what? (laughs) Run that by me again, Lord. He said, well, I can show you how to get that bendy flying spur. Keep the car you got. And without changing your budget, I said, show me how to do that, Lord. Like some of you all are saying, show me how to do that, Pastor Evan. Well, he said, Evan, if you will refinance two of the cars you have, because the interest rate is much lower than when it was when I got the cars, the difference in the payment is what helped me to get the Bentley Flying Spur. So I went and did the research, and you know what? The Lord was right. He was right. I Listen, I got two cars refinanced in one day. So I ended up with this Bentley flying spur. And see, what I've discovered is that God doesn't just work things together for your good if it wasn't your fault. But he works it together for your good even if it was your fault. And it was my fault that my car got took. And see, some of you all today, you're in some mess that you created. You're in some situations that you you messed up. You're in some situations that you did on your own. And the problem is you don't have enough faith to involve God in, in fixing the situation. Listen, what your, your attitude needs to be, Lord, I got myself in this mess. Lord, you got to get me out of this mess. You know, because the scripture says that God, this is Psalm 46, 1, he's a very present help in trouble. It didn't matter who created the trouble. He's a very present help in times of trouble. And so what happens is the enemy, what he does to a lot of people is to try and make us feel condemned on the inside so that we won't use our faith to trust God to get out of the situation. In fact, right down 1 John 3.20, it says, For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things, beloved. If our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence towards God. And what happens is believers lose their confidence towards God because they take the, the mistake they made, what they do is say, Well, I got myself in it. I need to get myself out. Well, I'm here to tell you that God is bigger than the mistake you made. He's bigger than the choice you made. And if you will involve him in the situation, he will work that thing together for your good and his glory. Amen. 
And I'll never forget, I came and told you all about the situation, told you my car got stolen. And so, you know, my wife put the car on Facebook because I don't have Facebook. She put it on Facebook. And, and you know, because, uh, you know, I, I know people on both sides of the justice system. Y'all slow this morning. No, I have friends and I have cousins and relatives who are on both sides of the law. So one of my, my relatives called me and said, Cuz, my boys didn't take your car. I just want you to know that. <laughs> my boys didn't take your car, Cuz. He says, as a matter of fact, Cuz, really street code, they never should have took that car because there's not too much they can do with it. It's too unique. The cops are going to find them real fast. I said, well, thank you, cuz, for, for, for watching out for me. <laughs> so to make a long story short, I had told my pastor and his wife about the car being stolen. So they knew what was going on. And we were all, my pastor, his wife, and some friends of ours, we were all at the table having dinner one night. And so, uh, you know, the whole topic of my car came up. She asked me, Mom, Bridget said, Eben, have they found your car yet? I said, no, Mom, they haven't found the car yet. And she says, well, we're still trusting God. We're going to believe with you. And so she started telling the story about how Bishop, my pastor, our pastor, had blessed her on Mother's Day of 2011 with a bitly Musan. Now, let me say it the way it's supposed to be said. You're supposed to really say Musan. That's the proper way. But I done found black people say anyway. I had somebody come up to me and say, is that a Billy Mussaini? I said, whatever you want to call it. Is that, a, is that a Billy Mussolini? Whatever you want to call it. So we're sitting there at the table. And she says, you know, dad bought me a Bentley Muzan in, uh, for Mother's Day. And she says, uh, one of my friends, who's a pastor friend of mine, he was there when Bishop ordered the car for her. And, uh, and so when the car got ordered and everything, he said to her, this is a friend of mine, he said, uh, Mom, when you get tired of it and you want to sell it, will you sell it to me? And she said, sure, I'll sell you the car. Well, the unfortunate thing about my friend is that He's passed. So I looked around the table. I said, Mom, he's gone. He's not here no more. He's gone. I said, will you sell me the car? She says, well, I'll sell it to you if you want me to. So I was like, well, praise God. And so I knew the bishop was going to have to sign off on this. So I looked at the bishop. I said, Bishop, uh, are you okay with, with me buying this if I want to buy it? If I want to buy it. Because, see, I hadn't had my eyes on that car because it was at the level I wasn't ready for yet. But here's the thing. Before I bought the Bentley Flying Spur, I really wanted the Musan. But, you know, you got to stay where your budget is. So it's, it was there. And, see, uh, I was getting ready to go to Houston uh, to go sit at the feet of my pastor to uh, at a bishop's round table. This is where he teaches us for like two, almost three days. And uh, we sit down and he teaches us. And so I was on my way to Houston to do that. And I flew to Houston. And before I flew to Houston, I told Landon, I said, Landon, daddy's going to come on with a new car. Now, I didn't know what I was saying. But see, what I do know, the Bible says to call those things which be not as though they were. 
I know how faith works. I've been walking a long time in faith. So I said, son, I said, dad's going to come on with a new car. So then I, I get to Houston. And on my way, I, I, asked, I asked Mom Bridget, I say, is it possible for me to test drive the car when I'm there? Because I had never driven a Bentley Muzan. Then you got to understand the step up. See, you know how Mercedes, they have C-class, E-class, S-class. Well, the, the Bentleys have, you know, the uh, flying spur and then the, uh, and then the Muzan. So... I knew it was the next step up. So she said, son, you want to test drive it? She said, that's fine. She said, I'll tell you what, I'll do something better than that. When you get down here, you're going to be down here for almost a week. Why don't you just drive the car the whole time you're here? Well, I hear favor coming. (laughs) Favor started working already. She said, Evan. Just drive the car the whole time you were here. And so how many know I took her up on that offer? Took her up on that. And so, you know, every day we had to drive to the places and stuff. And so my best friend, James MacGyver, who I preached at his church last week, he was with me. And so how many know we were styling and profiling in that car? (laughs) Okay, let me get out of the flesh. Let me get out of the flesh. Now, we, we enjoyed that car. That car, I had never driven a car like that. People say there's no difference in cars. There is a difference in cars. So we driving that car. So before I got ready to leave, Mom Bridget said, uh, Evan, did you like driving the car? I said, Mom, I love that car. I love it. I really enjoyed it. And she says, well, when you, if you want it, you can have it. I said, well, Mom, check this out. You know, because see, when they stole my car, The guy who stole it totaled it. So it hadn't gone through the process yet. I don't even know what the insurance is going to do with it. And I had people coming up to me and said, well, you know, I I know some people who did that and their car got stolen because they left the keys in and the insurance didn't pay for it because it was their fault. Well, how many know I ain't those people? Oh, no, 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 no. I got favor on my life. They might not have favor and they may not know that God's going to work it together for their good, but I know he's going to work it out for mine. And that's why you can't listen to people who are not in faith. So she, she, she said, she, I said, well, you know what? Let, let my car go through the process. I don't know how long it's going to take. I knew it was going to take some months. I said, so I don't know how long it's going to take, but, you know, uh, uh, I'll get back with you. She said, well, I said, well, my, I said, Ma, really, I was just going to buy another flying spur. That's what I was going to do. I was just going to get another one. The one I had was a 2008 Okay, so I was going to go up to like a 2000, maybe 10 or something, because a 2012 was way up there. Now, you have to understand, when I bought the 2008, it only had, uh, had 15,000 miles on it. So it's a brand new car. So I said, well, Mama, Mom, I don't know. And she said, well, I'll tell you what. She says, you really like the car? I said, I really like the car. She said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. She says, I'm going to give you the card, and you can take it home. She, she gave me all three keys to the car. She went and did the paperwork for the car. She gave me the title to the car. She signed the title over to me. Her and the bishop signed the title over to Pastor Evan. She had some people on her staff saying, you going to let him take that car? He ain't paid for it. She said, oh, that's my son. I ain't worried about that. 
I said, well, well, uh, my, uh, well what I'm going to do is I, I'll, I'm going to work on financing and stuff. She says, son, don't worry about it. She says, even if that don't work out, I'll work something out with you. Everybody say, that's favor working. So what I did, I'm trying to get on this here. Here we go, right here. What I did, I came home with this new Bentley Muzan, the color I wanted, the interior color that I wanted. And I drove that car for at least a month and a half, almost two months, and she didn't get a dime. I had satellite radio in it and everything. And I want to show you how God will work something together for your good as I close. Because, see, I'm going to pray for some people who's in some mess right now. You in some stuff. You done went and got paid any loans you can't pay back. Some of you may have got yourself fired because you cussed your manager out. You know, Christians still cuss. I just want you to know that. Just, just look at your neighbor and say, are you the cussing one? Are you the cussing one? Y'all sure taking a long time to say that. Okay, so let me give you some steps to take. These are practical steps to take for God to work things together in your favor. Because if you don't know this, the way the kingdom works is if you are a kingdom citizen, that means your father is a king. And if your father is a king and you live in his kingdom, there are some rights and privileges as children that you have. But if you don't know what your rights are, if you don't know what your privileges are, watch this. The devil who is as a roaring lion will seek to devour the person who don't know no better. Amen. So... The first thing you have to do for God to work something together for your good when it's your fault, the first thing you got to do is you got to fess up. Everybody say, you got to fess up. Yeah, you have to fess up when you mess up. See, I knew that I, I sinned. I did not, watch this, I did not manage right or manage well the car God gave me. So I just can't act like, well, Lord, I need you to work. No, no, no. I need to go before my father and say, Lord, I messed up. I never should have left that car running with my keys in it. You can't mess up and act like you didn't. He already knows. So the first thing you do is you got to fess up when you mess up. Here's step number two. You got to get in faith and stay in faith for God to move in the situation. Now, see, I'm, I'm hearing some thinking now. Pastor, you don't know what I'm in. Pastor, you don't know what happened to me. Now, what you don't understand is God is bigger than your problem. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? So you got to get in faith and stay in faith. You say, well, pastor, how do I do that? Here's the, first, here's the process. And I've said this over and over and over again. And I'm going to say it over and over and over again. Till you get it in your heart. You get it in your spirit. And you get it to the point where you can teach somebody else. So how do you get in faith and stay in faith? Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to hear faith. I told one of our members who's going through a trial right now. I said, listen, go find every 
message I've done on faith and trusting God and listen to it over and over and over and over again. Because, see, when I'm going through something that I need to get through, I go to my pastor and I listen over and over and over. I get that word in me. I listen to my own teaching over and over and over because faith comes out by hearing. Seeing or vision comes by seeing. And then watch this. Faith is released by the words of your mouth. So you got to hear faith. You got to see faith. And you got to speak faith. Number two. Well, number three. After you mess, fess up when you mess up, to get in faith, you got to stay in faith. Number three. Remember, when you're in faith, there are five things that you can expect to show up while you're standing in faith. Here's the first thing. Is God will give you a plan of action. People say all the time, well, I'm, I'm, I'm standing in faith. But they don't realize that standing in faith means something. When you're standing in faith, God will give you a plan of action. Now, one of these five things may happen. Five of these five things may happen. But one or more of these five things are going to happen. Number one is a plan of action. And God gave me one. He came up with the plan. I was minding my own business. And he says, hey, I can see what you don't understand is that God will give you the desires of your heart. That doesn't just mean he'll give you what you want. That also means he'll give you what he wants for you. So you got to, God will give you a plan of action. Here's number two, wisdom from God. If you're standing in faith for something and you haven't received one of these five things, keep standing. Don't make up something. Don't watch this. Don't create a door. Don't knock the door down. See, it says, ask and shall be given, seeking you shall find, knock and what happens? It said the door shall be open. It didn't say you would knock the door down. So he'll give you wisdom. And he gave me wisdom on what to do. Refinance two of your cars. Then the third thing that you can look for when you're standing in this faith is that favor from God. See, you can see these things working in my situation. Favor shows up. And what I didn't tell you is what I got her car for is less than what I would have paid for a 2012 or 13 Bentley Flying Spur. So I got a new, listen, it was a 2011 she bought it brand new. It only had 10,000 miles on it. How many know that's a new car? Only one person had sat in the back seat. Still has that new leather smell. <sighs> Favor starts showing up. If she had enough faith to give me the car before I paid for it, I ought to have enough faith for God to pay for it. Amen. And then the finance company who I went to told me no three times. That's not even like I couldn't pay for it. I have learned that there are levels of discrimination you will discover as you go up higher. No, no. One of the reasons why they had a, they they denied me is because the two cars I refinanced was with them. So they said, "Well, we have a rule. We have a rule. We have a rule. Our rule is uh, 
we can't finance any more than two cars at one time for one customer. I said, really? See, I, I felt something else going on. But I couldn't put my finger on it. So I said, so if I go and go get one of those cars refinanced with somebody else, will that be okay? Well, 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 well. Here was the real problem. They didn't know why I needed more than two cars. Okay, that was the real problem. Because the lady said, well, so tell me who is going to drive this 2011. I said, well, that, that's my daughter's car. That's, that's my daughter's. Well, it's not really my daughter's. It's my wife's that we let our daughter drive. She's driving that. How many know your kids get to a point where they need a car? I mean, uh, you can keep letting them drive yours if you want to. Coming back with dry french fries all in your seat. Gas tank empty. No, 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 I'm not having that. So I said, well, that's, our daughter drives that car. They said, well, who's driving the, the uh, SUV? I said, well, that's my wife's car. She said, well, well who's driving the, the other Mercedes? I said, well, that, that's the car that I'm just going to, you know, switch in and out of the car I'm buying. <laughs> no, no, see, when you don't understand you're blessed to be a blessing, you won't get it. And see, some of y'all judging me right now. You're judging me, but I'm really trying to help you. I'm trying to help. Okay, there's some, some famous people came to town. I ain't going to say their names because I don't want to look like I'm name dropping. But some famous people uh, 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 have a radio show here. They actually live in California, but they have a radio show here every week. And, uh, you know, we got introduced to them, and we became friends with them. And so uh, one week they were coming. I was like, so, so tell me what y'all do when y'all get here. Well, we get here, and we rent a car, and we do this and this and that. I was like, well, why rent one? You can just take one of my cars. They said, what? I said, you can just use one of my cars. I said, you can use my Mercedes. I'm not driving it right now. And their minds were blown. <laughs> they didn't get it. What are we blessed to be? A blessing. So watch this. Can you let somebody use the only car you got? No. Because that's the only one you have. But if you had two and you only needed one, could you let somebody use one? Absolutely. Now don't come and ask me to use my car now. So wisdom from God. Here's number three, or a favor from God. Here's number four, a miracle. Just like that member who now is driving a 2017 car with no payment for 27 months. I still don't get that, but I know it's faith. So a miracle, because sometimes that's what it's going to take. And then here's the last one as we close right here. is strength to endure until change comes. Sometimes the Bible says after you've done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins gird about with the word. Have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Don't let nobody get you out of peace when you're walking by faith. 
Don't pick up somebody else's problem when you're walking by faith. One of the biggest things that the enemy will do is that he wants to contaminate your heart while you're walking by faith. Because see, watch this. Where do you believe from? You believe from your heart. Romans 10 says, for with the heart man believes. So all the devil wants to do is to contaminate your heart so your faith will stop. After you've done all to stand, stand. Have your loins girded by with truth. Have your feet shod with the preparation of gospel of peace. It says, have on the, the sh- have up the shield. It says, above all, which is what I like. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Watch this. Which is the word of God. That's how you quench all the fiery darts of the devil. I'm closing with, with heaven's testimony. Heaven's going to college. And she wanted to go into the honors dorm. But to do but she didn't she wasn't able to do it. It was full because she applied for it too late. Now one thing about the honors dorm, it was better than any other dorm. Way better. And so she uh, went, went ahead and applied. So, you know, and, and so she applied and she told us, hey, I'm standing in faith and I believe I'm going to have an honors dorm room before the semester starts. So she went and she was talking to a lady. And uh, in order uh, to get into the honors class, you have to take the, an honors class. But to get an honors class, you have to be in the honors dorm. So she went to this lady. She says, the lady said, well, are you in the honors dorm? She says, no, but I'm having faith that before the semester starts, I'll have one. She said, well, you know what? If that's the case, then I'm going to get you in this class. So she called a guy and said, hey, you know, there's a young lady here. We need to get in this class. He said, well, is she in the honors dorm? She says, no, but we're working on that. Uh, Don't worry about that part. See, she got somebody else in faith with her. Well, was it Friday? Friday, heaven gets a phone call. Uh, Heaven. There's an honors dorm that has opened up for you. There's a room here. Uh, would you like to be in it? What do you think heaven said? She said, yeah. Because favor starts working. So I want to pray for some people today that's in some mess. I know a lot of you might not raise your hand, but you'd be surprised how many saints is in some mess. Now, let me change the terminology. Not just mess. You're in some issues. And who I really want to focus on are people who are in some situations that you created on your own. But then those who still are in some situations and you're standing for God to work it together for good, I want to pray for you as well. So here's what I want to do because I want to know who I'm praying for. If you're in a situation, you say, Pastor Evan, only God can get me out of this. Only God can work this together for my good. And I want you to pray for me and get in agreement with me. If that's you, I want you to just stand right there at your seat. Just stand. Just stand. Stand up right there. I ain't going to ask you to come down. And I just want you to stand up. Because, see, I know I'm supposed to talk to y'all. Well, you can see how many people standing up to know I'm supposed to be talking to y'all today about this, right? Ah! 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 <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all thought I was for real. That wasn't for real. Somebody plugged in something. That's what that is. It's okay. It's okay. Put your guns up. (laughs) Okay. All I need you all to do is to be in faith and don't get out. 
go back, listen to this CD, or go on the podcast, or watch the YouTube over and over. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. God's going to turn some things around in your favor. Father, in Jesus' name, in fact, just lift your hands up like you're receiving something from God. Just, just hold your hands out like that. Father, in Jesus' name, your word says you will work all things, not some things, all things together for our good. For those who love the Lord and are called according to your purpose, Father, these are your children. They love you. And I pray right now in Jesus' name and I agree with their faith that you have already started working some things out together for their good. I pray, Father, that as you begin to work things out for your good and your glory, that they will have a story. They won't be ashamed of what they were in because, Father, we've overcome the devil by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. And so I pray now that each person standing and hearing or listening to me on the podcast or over on the YouTube channel, Father, I pray and I set myself in agreement with them now. And I ask that you begin to work some things out for their good in the name of Jesus. Now, now, those of you who are standing, with every head bowed, now I close it. Those of you who are standing, if it was your fault that you got in that thing, I just want you to take a moment of silence and ask the Lord to forgive you for your part. Just go ahead and do it right there. Just like I had to ask him to forgive me for not managing the car he gave me properly. Now, Father, your word says if we confess our sin, you are faithful and just to forgive us for our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we thank you that we're cleansed now. And Father, I pray that those five faith attributes, that one or more will show up in their lives so they will know, Father, you're working this thing out for them. And I pray in Jesus' name that they won't get weary in standing. But they will know that the same God that has brought me out and has brought me through is the same God that will work things out and bring them through. In Jesus' name I pray. I want you to just praise Him and thank Him right now. Hallelujah. For bringing you out. Now you may be seated quickly. You may be seated here.